Hi, welcome to the Drama Free Living Podcast. It's Dennis and Lisa. We're back on vacation. We are back. We are back. It is 2022. And yeah, we're ready for this year to roll. Now, and at least we had a fantastic vacation. Let's just kind of give people a little bit of an insight of like what the McEntees do and what the McEntees sort of like. We're, we're always on an adventure, I think. We're always on an adventure. So, you know, there's some people that they have the family um, beach house or something like that, the family log cabin that they've gone to growing up and it was their grandparents and their great grandparents. We are not those people. That's not us. That is not us. We, and anytime we go on vacation, we're like, where have we not been yet? We are the adventure tees. We are, we are like, let's get us a different climate. Let's get us a different location. So our most recent adventure was snowmobiling in Montana and it was absolutely in Idaho and Idaho. Idaho. Don't get and Idaho Get and shout Wyoming. Out to Idaho. I think we were in Wyoming too. We were. I'm great. not sure. Anyway, it was extremely snowy, extremely cold, and an absolute blast. And we went with our four kids and their spouses and significant others. So there were 10 of us. And we just played in the snow. And it was so much fun. Well, Lisa, and I think what we did was we made a memory. And I think memories are what you take into the future with you. Mm -hmm. And we intentionally made a memory together with those that we love the most and wanted to invest in the most. Right. And think about when you buy gifts, maybe like stuff, right? Stuff breaks and, you know, things go out of style and clothes go out of style, but your memories you have forever. Your memories you have forever. Now, and there are some gifts that are, there are actually needs. I can remember when our kids were younger and they needed a pair of tennis shoes, but they really wanted this special pair. And so, you know, that was important. That was a gift that they actually needed. It was like here, you know, this is something you need and we're going to give you something that you also want. But other gifts that just kind of fade away, they don't have as much meaning. Maybe they're not a necessity, but, um, you know, a, a gift of like memory is, uh, memories and fun is just amazing. So we, now, we, we had Christmas and we did our Christmas and then we did our vacation. And so we just want to encourage you make memories and, and figure out the people that you want to invest in the people that you want to have for the rest of your life. You want to deepen those relationships with, and make memories with those people. And it kind of leads into what we want to talk about it today. Really does. It really Good does. Good job. And we, that was completely unintentional. Well, and, and you think about it, like, do we have transactional relationships or do we have transformational relationships? And we want to kind of dive into what does it look like to be a transformational leader? Or a transformational person. Yeah, because I think that that's, that's a mindset that you take to every situation. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's one thing I admire about you is that you always have this idea of like making things better than when you found them. And I mean, even like it frustrated me a little bit when we got to the <laughs> airport in Bozeman. Yeah. And I was just going to leave the rental car with stuff all in it. And you're like, no, we got to like clean out the rental car. And I'm like, cleaning out. I rented this car. What do you mean? That's, that's somebody else's job. But, but I am on the other hand, I'm like, no, you know, I'm going to clean this out because I want to make their job easier. I want to make their life easier. I want to make it. So when they come to do their job and they come to get in that rental car, it just brings a smile to their face because they're like, wow, somebody took the time to like 
just make my life a little bit better and clean out their junk. Well, and I really think it's kind of like an upgrade mindset. You come into every situation, circumstance, relationship, and you want people to feel better. You want you want them to feel better that they've been around you. You want them to almost feel like they've had an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this it's something that that's that's a completely intentional um, mindset. It's an intention. It's living intentionally and and not just flying through life. And it also is an aspect of living in the present. Oh, very good. Yeah. You know, true. because if you are living in the present, if you let's if you are future focused, you're not going to really be paying attention to the deposit you're leaving right now necessarily. Yeah. And really like value is really created in the present. It's not created in the future. It can be created in the future. In the future, it's a mind in the future. It's a picture in your mind, right? but it's not real. Right. But real is right now. Your reality is what's right in front of you. The, the circumstance that you're in right now, the situation, the people that are, that's a concrete, right now, the future concrete. is abstract, there you go. but you can, but your today can be building for your future. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and I think people that are kind of have this transactional mindset, they're, they're always thinking about like, Hey, what can they get? Mm-hmm. Or when they look out at people, they're thinking like, Hey, you know, what can they do for me? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and sometimes it's like, uh, I've seen, you know, you can get people's hands, but you don't necessarily get their heart. No, people tend to feel used. Yeah. Um, people that are aware that live aware will tend to feel used if the people that they're in relationship with are strictly transactional. And, it, and most of the time, the people that are transactional, I mean, a lot of times it's completely unintentional. It's just, there is a difference between relationship oriented people and task oriented people. And you can be a combination of both. You can be an introvert, extrovert, relational, task oriented. Everybody's got a little bit of mix or different levels of them. And some people are more relational, more intimately focused even if they're introverts. And some people that are just goers and blowers can be more extroverted. They can be more task oriented. And it just kind of depends on your blend and wherever we're at is an opportunity for us to just improve a little bit on. Well, listen, and we don't want people to make an excuse, right? You might be task oriented today. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm very right, task oriented, right. but yet I'm also very relational oriented more on the one-on-one individual so side. So it's just about transformation. Are you transforming people or are you just transact transacting business? Right. And when, when you're focused on the task, a lot of times it comes across as very transactional. So we don't want you to come across that way. Right. You can be trust because Lisa, that's one thing about you. You're, you're very task driven, but you don't come across that way. Right. Because in the end, to me, the people are more important than the task. Well, and I think the, the real goal is like, okay, you know, we, we want to give people our best, you know, we want to get their creativity, their passion, their energy when we're around them. And I've seen like in organizations, like, you know, you can buy somebody's time. Mm-hmm. Right. If we're paying you a salary, you're here from this time to this time, but we don't necessarily get your heart. We get your hand, but not your heart. And then you you get compliance, but you don't get the creativity. Yeah. And it's sort of creativity over compliance. Right. Because every situation that we're in, we just want to look out and think like, okay, let's create this lasting value. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that that because God, God made us to be creative people. I mean, we are made to be creative. Think of all of the things that have been created and discovered over the years. It's because we are in, in innately creative people. And when we are allowed to 
unleash our creativity, that's when amazing things happen. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, drama sort of becomes that sticking point, that roadblock to it, creativity. It like kinda, it's a damper. Yeah, it is. It's, and it's sort of like you can either take your situation, you can complain about it, or you can take that same situation, you can go create about it. Mm-hmm. Cl- complain about it, create about it, you choose. It's not the circumstance. It's not the you know, it's, it's the person. Are you transactional? Are you transformative? Right. And, you know, with that, I mean, bad things happen. Sometimes life just sucks, you know, pandemics suck or, you know, I mean, I've heard too many people say something about, yeah, they Christmas, oh, what was it? Christmas day, the whole family came down with COVID, you know, different things like that. And it's, it's just kind of focusing on the creativity part of it, the transformational part of it. It's like, okay, yeah, this situation sucks and how can we transform it? So here's a couple of mindsets that you and I, we've kind of talked about is that, you know, if you're a transformational leader, you're always thinking about like, how can I make an upgrade? Right. So what can I do to make this person better, to make this situation better, to make this environment better? What is it that's within my power that how can I, how can I upgrade this? It's almost like you really focus on what can you give, not just what can you get. Right. It's, it's, you've got your glass, it, you know, there's the glass half full, half empty. Well, not only do you have, are you looking at a glass half full, but you're like, how can I even fill this glass up even more? Yeah. And it's almost like if you have this mindset, like live to give, I remember this speaker we heard probably 30 years ago, back when we were in school, he, he had this statement where it was like, live to give. Gosh, I don't remember that. You have a good memory. Well, you know, but, but I remember this guy was all, always happy. He always had like a smile on his face. He had like this joy and his whole mantra was like live to give. Well, because you think about it, think about the people that are, well, I know if I am not, if I'm kind of feeling down and I wake up maybe feeling sad, if I can do something for somebody else that actually lifts me up and you know, it's that paying it forward. It's that um, just making somebody else's lives better, you know, just for somehow lifts our spirits. Well, it almost has an abundance mindset, right? Mm-hmm. If you walk in a situation and go, okay, what can I give? You really have an abundance mindset. But if you walk into people and situation, you go, okay, what can I get from like, them? Like, how can I suck out of this environment? Right. It really is like a poverty kind yeah, of a lack. It's a taking. It, it really is. And here's what's interesting is that people always feel you before they hear you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've had people like that in our lives and it doesn't make us want to run towards them when they have this lack, poverty, what can I get from you? Boy, it doesn't make me want to run and be in a relationship and be around them. Yeah. Now, of course, there's there are those people that are kind of just over the top, happy, wanting to give and all of that. We're not talking smother. We're not talking helicopter boss. We're not talking <laughs> helicopter parent. Helicopter boss. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. We're, you know, we're, we're talking just on the, on the normal status quo of just how can I make this better? Yeah. So they're In, thinking, how can I make an upgrade? And it's not as a codependent behavior. It's out of truly just goodness of your heart. Yeah. And so another mindset that we kind of thought, talked about is that they really focus on who people are becoming not just what they're doing. That reminds me of something that I know you've said in your keynotes. It's, I think it's even in your book. It's just talking about finding the gold in people and, you know, mining for gold. Well, it's almost like you walk into situations and you realize there's gold inside of everybody. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is when a miner goes into mine for gold, is he focused on dirt or is he focused on gold? Maybe both. Well, yeah. He wants to find the gold. Right. He's really focused on gold, but what he knows, he's going to have to remove some dirt yeah. before he finds the gold. And that's how it is working with people. 
And I think part of that too is, is realizing you're going to walk into a situation. I'm going to walk into a situation and maybe it's not going to be all hunky dory, hinky dinky. You know, there, there's going to be people that are going to be sad or they're going to have a bad day or a bad weekend, but just, I think with this concept, you just have a little bit of forgiveness in your heart, in your mind, in your emotions, knowing that it's focusing on what people are becoming and not you're not tethering them to this negativity that they're currently experiencing yeah. right now or that they've come from. Yeah, because what's interesting is people always tend to behave how you believe them to be, mm-hmm. right? If you believe them to be a bunch of children and full of drama, guess how they're going to act? They're going to behave that way. So we want you to look for the gold. So in other words, Lisa, we want them to be gold diggers. Is that what we're saying? Be, gold diggers. be a gold digger. There it is. You heard is it. Is that kind of like saying be a cougar? Is that even is that whoa, statement even whoa, in you know in in vogue anymore? Okay, I don't we, know. we we need to keep moving okay. forward here on the don't, podcast. Yeah, don't, don't right? do that. Yeah. Okay. And another mindset that they kind of have is they sort of have this long-term approach. Yeah. Right. They kind of look out and they think out and they go, okay, it's not just about short-term gain. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's like, hey, th- we have a long term approach with circumstances, relationships, and it kind of gives you that gift of time. They give people the gift of time. You know, they give people the gift of uniqueness. Hmm. You know, I, I was reading um, this this Jewish proverb that it says that God fashions people's hearts individually. Right. And I thought, wow, that, you know, everybody is unique. Everybody is individual and they give people that space. It, it's like you don't have to be exactly like me. Thank the Lord. <laughs> right. It's like you can be too unique. many. I mean, you're a great person, but too many awesome of you, person. too many of you would be it'd be awesome. Yeah. That's why that's why we're all created unique because we need all of these little bits of uniqueness to come together to make, you know, something very creative. Yeah. So so take a long-term approach with people. Right. And and don't freeze frame people because sometimes like we freeze frame them. And I've seen this with our kids. Like I kind of look out sometimes and I think of some of our kids and I remember and they're, all adu- they're all adults, they're, right they're all adults. Right. And I think of them and I still sometimes treat them like they're, they were 12. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to, I don't think they appreciate that. They definitely don't appreciate it. It's not an enjoyable or think about, think experience about a for them. family member, a family member that maybe you see once every five years or, you know, you can remember them how they were. And honestly, people change. I mean, it's just, we are live in a changing, revolving world and environment. There is no way that you can't be different. You are going to be different five years from now, and you're either going to be better or maybe not. <laughs> and so and when, you, when you freeze frame, when you freeze frame, like your family or you some t- or even like in remote working situations, yeah. you can freeze frame your coworkers because there are times that you're actually together and working together. And then there's times that you're breaking off into your own teams. And when you're breaking off into your own teams, that's great. You've got this, this synergy going on. Well, then you come back together with the rest of the team or the rest of the group and, or you're coming together face to face and then you discovering that, well, this person doesn't do a good job because whatever reason, or they're not qualified. And it's really because you freeze framed them from the last time you were together. Yeah. So another mindset is kind of what keep walking through some of the things that we've been talking about is that, and I've really seen this, they really believe in reciprocity, that life gives to the givers and takes from the takers, which means that, you know, you're always reaping what you're sowing. Yeah. Some people call it, you know, it's kind of like a pay it forward mindset. It's some people kind of call it karma. You know, when it comes down to it, it's 
the pro- the principle of sowing and reaping. Yeah, it's the law of the farm, right? The, the law farm, of the farm. The farmer plants the seed and he will reap a harvest. And when you have that mindset, you look at everything that you have as just seed, like kind words and you know acts of service. And and, this, and it's not just money. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it's, things, it's everything you have. It's it's smiles. It's it's having a giving mentality. It's just the kind of the lifestyle that you live walking through. And I have noticed so many times, you know, I'll walk through a, an airport or I'll walk through a grocery store and, you know, I just, I'll comment on, you know, somebody's ring or I'll you do smile. Really well and at that. I, I'm, to- smile sometimes I'm totally oblivious. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking for all I know, they've had a sucky day and they could use a little bit of kindness. And it's just amazing because they, they smile at me tend, and they tend to be easy on me and good to me. And I don't necessarily do it just so I can get through TSA faster. It's like, I really, truly think, Hey, you know, let's just brighten this place up a little bit. Cause TSA tends to be kind of drab as a lot of places are. Well, and here's a key distinction about this is that I think they really believe they reap what they sow, but they don't necessarily always have to reap where they sow. Right. Right. Which kind of frees people Mm -hmm. because sometimes we do something nice or we do a favor for somebody and then we're like, hey, you owe me. Payback. Payback. You owe me. Come on. Hey, I did that for you last year. Hey, I opened that opportunity for you. So what are you going to do for me? And it really kind of frees and it frees relationships. It really does. Because then you, you don't walk in with such a level of expectation. Yeah. And and I think sometimes if you, you think like in the terms of favors, you really just become transactional. Hey, I'm going to do this for you. And then you're going to do this for me. Favors are very transact, can be very transactional like that. Yeah. But we want to be transformational. It's like, and and I think the, the last mindset is that they're always thinking influence and impact. Mm -hmm. It's all about the impact. It's like, how, how can I leave this, this house better, this city better, this workplace better, this environment better, this world better because I was here. And I think that's the joy of life, right? The joy of life is leaving situations and you upgrade them, Mm -hmm. you improve them, any person, any experience, any circumstance, any, any interaction with people. And so we just want to make, we want to make sure that, you know, you make your interactions, especially moving into 2022. It's a, it's a new year, but who are you going to influence? I love that. I love that you said it's kind of the joy of life. I mean, I think, I think if we could sum it all up, it would be like the joy of life and the joy of living is trans being transformational. Yeah. It's like transforming situations and making them better, always upgrading them. Yeah. I love that. And so Lisa, just kind of count us down on the mindsets here and we'll, uh, So, you know, number one, think, how can I make an upgrade? How can I, how can I make these people, these environments, this workplace, this situation, how can I make an upgrade? Number two, focus on who people are becoming, you know, it's not freeze framing, but it's like, okay, what is coming up in the future? How, how are they going to get better? Because they've been in relationship with me. Now, here's something really interesting, Lisa, is that over the last fall, you know, I think I spoke to over, I don't even know the number, at least over 10,000 people. It was a lot. Um, it was a lot in different keynotes and different conferences and workshops. And, and here's a question that I asked. And it's amazing. I said, hey, think about the best leader you've ever had. And everybody gets that person in their mind. And then I asked them the question, was that person more focused on what you were doing or who you were becoming? And almost across the board, Mm -hmm. 
everybody responded who they were becoming. That's a good exercise right now. Everyone think about, think about the best leader you ever had. Think about the person that has made the most impact on you. You know, if if you can picture them and if you can't picture them right now, you know, take some time later after you're done listening to the podcast and think about, okay, who is it that just really had a major impact in my life? And what you're probably going to find is that they were focused on who you were becoming, not necessarily what you were doing. Right. And so we listen, here's a quick exercise just for accountability. Send them a text. I mean, if they're still oh. on the earth, send them a thank you note. I, I just got a thank you card from a from a client that that said like his income doubled and all of these things happened over the last as year. a result of being in relationship with you. And right. With us. Right. And I was like, man, that card like made my year. I think you still have that card. I still have that card. Still have that card. I still look at that card. Right. Yeah. yeah Cause. And then number three, reaping what you sow, you reap what you sow. You believe it or not, everywhere you go, you're sowing seed everywhere you go. You are preparing a harvest for the future. Well, and I think let's take it even a step further is that I think your current harvest in life right now is totally dependent on the seeds that you sowed in the past. Yeah. I right? believe that. Yeah. So, so your, your present was created by your past. And now there are things that happen that just happen. And it's not necessarily because you were a bad person that a tree fell on your house. Okay. So there is, there's a balance to this, but in, in general, Absolutely. The the friendships that you have, the relationships that you have, the favor that you have at work, the raises or the bonuses or the responsibilities. Yeah, I, I love it that you always bring balance to whatever I yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a man of extremes, right? It's like all or nothing. It's going to be this way. A hundred percent, it's got to be. And I'm like, oh, let's back that down just a smidge. And then number four, being centered around impact. Yeah. It's all about impact. And I like what you said earlier, that's the joy of living. And it's yeah. the joy of life is the impact that we're making. Yeah. So let's just take down a practical, go influence somebody today, go make an impact. And you don't have to, I mean, it's just, the people around you right now, look out and look at the people around you, you know, focus on the people around you, whether it's your team or your family or different friends and go do something that's impactful for them. And you don't, today. you don't have to, you don't have to like kill yourself trying. It's just when the thought comes up, when somebody pops in your mind, send them a note or encouraging word. when you're in your, the presence with them. Now, this doesn't mean that you pour yourself out until you're totally empty. There's, there's self-care involved in this, but it's like just being aware. How can I make the people, the situations, the environments around me better just because I was there right. and, it, and it's little things. Most of the time it's little things. It's not big things. Yeah. So I think when you're focused on transforming, you're not going to live in drama. You're going to be drama free, hmm. right? I you're like not going to be focused on your needs and you, you're going to be focused on looking out at others and being transformational. At least this has been super fun. Yeah. Hey, you know, we haven't talked about a lot um, in the last couple weeks, I think is uh, dramafreeresults.com. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So www.dramafreeresults.com. So if you feel like you're in that overwhelm and that place of busy and having trouble prioritizing, or just need a couple quick strategies, especially with the new year coming on. And it's like, how can I make, how can I make this year better than last year? Right. Almost like, how can I be more productive? How can I transform this year better? Ooh. We should call it results.com drama for transformation. Oh, that's it. Okay. So listen, we, we, we it's time for us to go um, check out drama results.com. It's free five day challenge. It's yours. It it'll take you maybe two minutes tops every day. Just little tidbits 
just to make today better, make the week better, and make the year better. So go get rid of the drama, focus on others, make an impact, be transformational. Have some joy. Yeah, and we'll see you next time on the Drama for Living podcast.